the Dems keep saying they're protecting democracy. They keep saying if there's a red tsunami in 22 and slash or Trump gets elected in 24 it's the end of democracy. Are these people delusional? Let's do a reality check. First let's deal with the Renos. You know them, the people in Congress who capitulate to the Democrats every chance they get. Right now the top of that list are Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Ms. Cheney is likely about to be primaried in August and that, hopefully, is the end of her political career. The Wyoming primary takes place in August if nothing goes wrong, Trump endorsed, and Wyoming's favorite daughter Harriet Hageman will be the Republican nominee. Next in line are the usual, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney and Susan Collins. I don't know why they don't just switch parties. They may as well. Mitch should take retirement. Mitch patronized Trump when it came to court appointments. He didn't have the time of day for Trump beyond that. Trump appointed Mitch's wife Elaine Zhao to the Department of Transportation but I believe that was just a doggy bone to Mitch thinking it might help the cause with crucial policies. I don't blame Trump for trying. Who knew the swamp had so many creatures and the deep state was so deep? Trump's election revealed them all in the end. He had to work with what he was given. It never surprises me when the same group of Republicans Romney, Collins and McConnell vote with the Democrats and against our interests. Rarely, none that I can even think of offhand do the Democrats cross over and help out the Republicans. Pelosi keeps them in line and they never betray their own president. They fight like hell for them. Ever hear of a backstabber on the Democrat side? I've never seen such a bunch of lemmings. There have been instances where the Republicans actually stood together and opposed some left-wing lunacy but more often than not the warriors have to go it alone. Liz is the worst at this point. McCarthy stood by her too long. I'm not sure why. Republicans like Liz end up on the liberal talk shows and worse on a committee appointed by Pelosi. McCarthy didn't give Pelosi enough flack over that one. Pelosi had no authority to select the Republicans. She took it anyway and McCarthy let her. Pelosi is far too powerful. She and McConnell are leaders of the Uni Party, but if it came down to a battle, Pelosi would win. What she did to pray Trump during his SOTA speech was the worst behavior I have ever seen from a speaker. Who tears up a SOTA address of a sitting president during the speech behind his back? She's ugly and viscous. It's her way or the highway. Always has been. Look at how the Republicans abandoned Trump when the Democrats attempted to impeach him. Revealing. Some even voted to impeach the president. Only the warriors stood up for him. Warriors like Jim Jordan. You won't see him on the propaganda networks giving the opposition ammo. BTW. This is a reminder for any Republicans who forgot. The darling of the moment, Tulsi Gabbard, voted to impeach Prey Trump too. She's still a Democrat and she has an agenda. She ran in the Democrat primary to be the nominee for the general election meaning she has further ambitions. She knows how to play people including Republicans. Watch your back. I suspect a snake. Why there are Republicans who fall all over her is beyond me. She's not on our side. She's on her own side and she's an opportunist with political ambitions. Hannity keeps having her back. Evidently he forgot her impeachment vote. She's not exactly an icon of principles but I digress so let's get back on track. I thought that was worth pointing out though. So now you have all these Democrats and two phony Republicans on Nancy's committee? They're claiming insurrection. Their goal is to nail Trump and keep him off the ballot so he can't run in 24. I would guess they'll offer him a deal. You don't run, we don't pursue you. I can hear it now. 
If I were President Trump I'd tell them to pound sand and I imagine he would. I don't care how many times the Democrats repeat it or their propaganda media repeats it it was not an insurrection and Trump did not incite anything on Jan 6. Believe me, if the Trump supporters really wanted an insurrection it would have looked nothing like the incident on Jan 6. Riot would be a more appropriate description. Not one single Trump supporter was armed that day. One unarmed Trump supporter was shot and killed that day. Ashley Babbitt. The media never mentions her name. The committee will never mention her name. Trump told them to march peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. He offered the National Guard to Pelosi. It was her responsibility beyond that to see to it the Capitol building was protected and secure. She failed. It's one of the reasons I am convinced the break in was planned by the FBI with approval from Pelosi and Biden. The FBI and DOJ were politicized and weaponized to take out Trump in 2016. They like to play up the narrative that the FBI was duped to conspire in the Russia lie. The problem is we know that Comey, Brennan, Stusk and Page were all involved in it and Obama slash Biden had to have known. The FBI can't play dumb. As a side note here I'm going to say what I said a long time ago when he was first appointed, John Durham is a head fake. Anything that could have been uncovered by Durham could have been revealed before the 2020 election. That's done, did and over. Sussman was cleared and Durham has slid back under his rock. We'll never hear from him again. They all got away with it. Plan complete. The J6 Trump supporters were locked up, put into solitary confinement, and never given a trial date. Every bit of due process was denied to them. They're political prisoners. The silence of the Republicans is a shame. Guilty or not they are to be presumed innocent and they are entitled to due process. Thank God Trump is going to consider a pardon. I'm sure he'll look at each case but the fact that they were all denied due process warrants a pardon. It's not how we do things in our country. Our citizens have protections at least they're supposed to. The fact is none of the J6 participants were charged with insurrection or sedition. It's not even close. President Trump isn't guilty of insurrection or sedition either. Here's why. MAGA at the Capitol Building 1. None of them were armed. 2. Biden wasn't president yet. The electoral votes hadn't been certified and Biden would not be sworn into office until Jan 20. Trump remained president to that date as do all presidents. 3. They weren't there to overthrow the government. They were there to protest what they believed was a fraudulent election. 4. There is footage of the police allowing some of the crowd to go into the Capitol building. The committee is very careful to exhibit only some of the footage in the production. This footage has managed to be circulated around the internet. You can find it. If the committee had any intention of being transparent all the footage would be shown but the FBI will not even release all the footage. 5. The whereabouts of instigator Ray Epps who was clearly present at the Capitol is unknown and he has never been arrested. The word is he was brought in for questioning. Heard anything beyond that? Not a peep. The 45th President 1. The President is allowed to question the election results. He is not obligated to concede and to this day he hasn't. 2. The President didn't intend to stop the election process. All he requested is that Pence do what he had a constitutional right to do. Nothing Trump requested violated the Constitution. 3. The Democrats questioned his 2016 election before he was even sworn in. The vow to impeach him before he was sworn in. They sat on their hands while Antifa-slash-BLM burned down cities, attacked federal buildings, attacked police officers, 
murdered people and made an attempt to get to Trump in the White House if not burn it down. At least 50 Secret Service agents were injured and some were seriously injured. All of this chaos and mayhem went on and the Democrats never said a word. Some of them openly encouraged the violence. The Harris campaign provided their bail. Antifa let it be known they intended to take out Trump in 2016 and later keep him from getting elected in 2020. By definition that is an insurrection and there is plenty of video to prove it. What was the Russia collusion lie and subsequent Mueller investigation but an attempted coup? Trump and his associates were spied on and framed. It doesn't get any lower. It was the first attempt at a coup against Prey Trump. The second attempt was the rigged election in 2020. After everything they did and are doing against Trump, it begs the question were they corrupt enough to steal the election by any means necessary in 2020? What wouldn't they do to stop Trump? Sedition. The media had a role. Still does. They had an hand in the 2016 plot to destroy Trump, they had a hand in the plot against Trump in 2020, and they definitely have a hand in the plot to keep him from getting elected in 2024. In fact hand and might not be as accurate as the term active role. They are the lowest of the whole cabal because as journalists, or at least what they are posing to be they are supposed to be the watchdogs for the public against government corruption not active participants. If they were real journalists the corruption in the FBI, DOJ, Clinton and Biden campaigns would have been exposed. We might not be where we are today if they were journalists, not the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party who happen to be Marxists. For all the screaming about Trump being a tyrant, authoritarian and Hitler it is Biden who is all of that or, he, is, at the least, a puppet of the tyrant behind the curtain. One dot who is banned from social media? Biden or Trump? Two. Who censored opposition to their administration? Biden or Trump? Three. Who spied on the opposing candidate? Biden or Trump? Four. Who sent armed FBI agents to the homes of the opposition and alerted the media? Biden or Trump? 5. Who locked up the opposition without due process? Biden or Trump? 6. Who designated parents as domestic terrorists for protesting? Biden or Trump? 7. Who had a scandal covered up before the 2020 election? Biden or Trump? If you answered Trump he was the tyrant. If you answered Biden he is the tyrant. None of those facts are in dispute. It all happened in the United States where none of that is supposed to happen. I will say this, the Republicans are poised to have a red tsunami in the midterms. They better be willing to stand up to Biden administration. We have warriors like Jim Jordan of Ohio but he can't be out there alone. If the Republicans think they can stand back, throw Trump to the wolves and they won't come for them they are dreaming. This is what they thought before and they got away with it but Biden is installed now. It's a whole different ballgame. The Dems own the White House, the intel agencies, including the FBI, the DOJ and the media. They had success at cheating in the 2020 election and obviously got away with it. There's no reason for them not to try again. Trump has the guts to say it. I get that there are Republicans who think the election was on the up and up or that there wasn't enough fraud to make a difference in the outcome. They want to move on. They just as soon Trump drop it too and move on. I say they are more comfortable not looking and going with the status quo than rocking the boat. I think that is the attitude Pence may have had, let's just go along and get it done. I imagine some Republicans Pence included might have ambitions of their own in the back of their minds. They're politicians and that is what many of them do. I think that is why Jim Jordan is an honest warrior. He's never ran for president. 
He's never had the desire to climb up the political ladder like some of his colleagues. Jim is an honest-to-God fighter not an opportunist willing to take advantage of situations to benefit his own ambitions. He stood by Trump no matter what the circumstances were and was always willing to speak up. The kind of loyalty Jim has is rare. Jim is a man who sticks to his principles and answers to the people who elected him. For these reasons I am convinced he is the perfect candidate for Trump's VP. I'm also convinced there was massive fraud in the 2020 election. Unauthorized officials were changing election laws right up to election day making fraud not only possible but certain to happen. Those unauthorized actions were unconstitutional. Only the legislature is permitted to change election laws. The 2020 election was pathetic. It was nothing like any election I had ever seen in my entire life. We all remember as we sat up that night and saw President Trump winning the election in a landslide only to have the swing states the critical states not be able to call the election. The Democrats and their media allies kept saying all along that we might not know the results election night. They were adamant about promoting the narrative all along. They weren't doing that for nothing. They warned Trump that night not to make any announcements and probably 30 minutes to an hour later Biden was making an announcement. Who were they to tell the president not to make any announcements and why would they say that? It sounded like a threat at the time. Why didn't it apply to Biden? Anyone ever see an election unfold like the 2020 election? They had the audacity to brag about it in a Time magazine article. They spelled out exactly what they did and justified it. So tell me the 2020 wasn't a sham when they admit what they did. Funny how they felt safe enough to spell it out for the public. They thought it was so righteous they were willing to brag about it in public and pat themselves on the back. I don't know about these spineless Republicans, but I believe violating the Constitution to grab power is nothing to be proud of. If Biden had legitimately won and got the 81 million votes he media claimed he did, I wouldn't be thrilled, but I'd never question it. I've yet to meet a single one of those 81 million voters. None of it passed the smell test, especially when Georgia had that fake water leak. We all watched it that night and thought the same thing because we witnessed the same thing. I saw the 2000 Mules movie. The media keeps saying it was debunked. The liberals claim it was debunked. Everyone who uses the word debunked never back it up. You can say anything till the cows come home but saying something doesn't make it so. You have to back it up. They said Russia, Russia, Russia for three years too. All a lie. It's great to know we have many genuine ultra-maga candidates coming up. The weak Republicans are on notice, the Renos are toast. It can no longer be business as usual. McConnell better be voted out. He's never been an asset. Now and then he'll step up to the plate, but more than not he goes with the Dems or is complicit by his silence. Truth be told he can't stand Trump. He's on one side the Mitch McConnell side. McCarthy is questionable. The Dems are radicals. Biden is destroying the country. Fraud and corruption is not beneath the Marxist Dems. Houston we have a problem and we need every Republican on board. If they came for Trump, they'll come for them. Every Republican is going to have to be a Jim Jordan. An ultra-maga warrior. It's not enough to win. A red tsunami does us no good if they're not willing to fight fire with fire, no more reaching out to the other side. We're the side they're supposed to be on. There is no compromise with the radical left. Who thinks we have anything in common with them? Not a comprehensive list of the Republican turncoats. Lisa Murkowski always ends up on a list with Romney and Collins. The three of them have a habit of voting with the Dems. There are others who have sided with the Dems and some that voted for Trump's impeachment. 
Any Republican who recently voted with the Dems for the red flag law needs their head examined. Yes, there are other good people besides Jim Jordan but I wanted to highlight him rather than name all of them.